anyway, we need to come up with intro material. Okay. Hmm. I'm okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I'm depressed. I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. love you. No, I, I just, feel you. No, I mean, like, I feel like I say I, but I feel like it's everybody, right? Like, we are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Noelle. Like, what is there to talk about? Why are you about? looking at me? I feel awesome. Right I feel amazing. Fuck at you. I had, you I had, I had a, a starting point. I'll admit I have, it. I'm, I have a starting point. I don't know where it'll go, but I made up a little song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're remote again. Can't believe we're recording remote again. All I love is making podcasts with my friends, but we have to record remote again. This is such a good song. Um, I really song. liked that song. Oh, me too. Um, Thank you. Kat, Thank not you. that I had depression, but that song cured my depression. Not that I had depression. <laughs> I never had depression, though, and I wasn't depressed. Yeah. I was um, feeling really good and awesome and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't cure your depression then. Yeah, you didn't, because I didn't have it. Look at her chewing on her little cord. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her... Undepressed ass, like someone who doesn't even feel depression. <laughs> With like a, some neurotypical motherfucker. Back at it again in a Krispy Kreme. Back at it again. But we're not actually in the Krispy Kreme because we fucking can't be. We're all remote. I was gonna say we're not actually in the Krispy Kreme because they oversaturated the market and all closed down in Minnesota. Uh, okay, actually, true. you guys, I do have to tell you. Um, this is a real fact about my life, and that is that I grew up about five minutes from a Krispy Kreme factory. So angry right now, Kat. Yes, oh, it was a factory. Yeah, it? Uh, it was right across the road from the uh, ri- the telephone pole treatment yard. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Bad choice. It stinks like that shit over sense. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I just—that's need- why they built the Krispy Kreme to counteract it. To counteract the shit smell. It was the most wild thing because I would—I have to would have to bike through that area to get to the library, and so you would go from smelling the chemicals of these telephone poles being treated. And then immediately be assaulted by sugar and yeast. Literally. And then this wind would shift Vanilla. and you would get more chemical smells. And then you'd get to the library and you'd throw up. I so. have a headache just <laughs> listening to you say that to me. Like, I can't even imagine the psychological damage that that would do to a person. Oh, I mean, but here's the thing. is like you couldn't. Well, it was a Krispy Kreme factory. It wasn't a Krispy Kreme store. So, like, I spent my youth. You could even being get assaulted by the cream. smell of Krispy Kremes. And I think I've had a Krispy Kreme like twice in my life. Oh, yeah. I had a Krispy They're also not that good. No, they're not. I mean, no, they're not that good. Yeah, I was about to say they're like, not even good. I well, like okay. them. They're, good. they're okay. When they're hot out of the fucking oven. And other than that, they're like yeah. not that good. Because every I've never donut had an old is Krispy good Kreme. when they're hot out of the oven. Like, I mean, that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, it's not even like, it's not even like a mm. fucking brioche donut. So. I don't have time. No. It's not like a brown. What is it? The one that Bogarts has? The brown butter. Mm, brown butter oh, sugar. Oh, yeah. Butter. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Or like a really good, like, well-made Ugh. chocolate cake donut. Oh. Mm. Mm. Or the apple cider donuts mm. that they sell at the orchards. Mm-hmm. Noelle, you have yes. no, you've had oh no response. You look God. disgusted you guys, by this donut I want to go get donuts. I know. I just, have been, I just have been thinking, like, I like Krispy Kreme better than all of those. Oh. You're fucking insane. But I guess, like, you guys like, like, heavier donuts than me? I don't know. Yeah, I love a donut that tastes like a beautiful home-baked yeah. goddess that's been fried. I don't want a donut that's, like, fucking like a coming out of the white bread with sugar on top. I want a donut that, like, if I eat two, <laughs> I'm going to get an abdominal blockage. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 yes so we just have we have this a got a difference of opinion. <laughs> you guys, I can't believe the podcast is ending today. <laughs> I can't believe that this is it. It's all it's the three of us against Noel, and it's all about donuts. I miss when we could like walk down Eat Street together and just like pop into Glam Doll and get like some weird mm, fucking donuts. I don't like Glam you know, donuts that much. I I okay, yeah. they're not that good, but I like the weirdness in them. Like they have weird no. oh, yeah. shit going well, on. I mean, like the vibe and of the experience. Yeah. The thing is, like I. I loved Glam Doll Donuts. Yeah. I, I have eaten many of them, and about half of them have triggered an anaphylactic no, reaction. shit in their donuts all the time. Here's the thing, though. Here's the, here's the fucking thing. I still go there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, in it's the, a 50 50 shot whether I'm going to feel like shit afterwards, but I still take the, I take the shot. They're crazy. They have yeah, crazy have donuts. Live. But, like, if you just do. want a good, straight ass, like, good donut, Bogart's all the way. Oh, Bogart's. Bogart's donuts. Bogart's Absolutely. My hero. Absolutely. Except for Noel, who thinks it's a Krispy Kreme. No, no, no. All of that to say, let's play some DD. <laughs> ourselves hi hello yeah yeah we gotta introduce ourselves hey we sure do my name is kat and i am your uh crispy cream i think you've done that one before well (laughs) why would why would i I have done that one before it just triggered like a memory in me i was well i'm still your crispy cream if i've been your crispy cream before i'm crispier and creamier now Okay. Crispier and creamier than ever. Um, hi, my name is Noelle, and I play Fran, and she's a level 10 Genasi wizard, and I'm a donut as well. <laughs> I'm also a donut. Unspecified so. donut. That's a really good opener. We're both two donuts. <laughs> it was really, really good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, is it my turn now? Always. It is your turn, I, Juniper. I am Juniper. I play Corbin, a level 10 human uh, druid, and I'm a donut, too. <laughs> <laughs> we like to have fun here. Uh, anyway, uh, just so you guys know, I'm Hannah, and I play Slake. And uh-huh. wait a minute. I might be a donut, too. It's all it's pretty random actually. We're, um, we're pretty random on this spot. Pretty like random. Okay, so um last we left off, um some shit went down. Uh, let's see. You uh attended your own trial in disguise as your lawyers. You you were lawyers in disguise, self-representing. Um you tried to turn the trial on its head to say actually it's the king and his counselors that have been committing crimes. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and getting people hooked on these spores and harvesting their bodies for bones and such. Uh, mm. and it seemed to be going moderately well. Yeah, it was, it was Dames and Dragons, like, SVU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was going pretty well, um, until, uh, the king did get killed by Phelan. I literally forgot that that happened. Yeah, yeah. That bitch is the dead. King Hell yeah. Killed by Phelan. Yeah, yeah, he did get killed by, well, by Faeklin, um, or Folin. Fa- uh, yes, Folin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Replicu, yeah. Folin, and uh, sacrificed to become the new vessel for Torva. So Mary trapped him in a bubble, and you guys ran. 
So hold on. Let's just take stock of the situation really fast. We are all five together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phelan has disappeared. Yeah. Phelan to Electric Boogaloo has disappeared. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Taryn has become Torva. Mm-hmm. No. No, no. No, the, the king. No. Yeah, the, the king, king became Torva. Yeah. King became Taryn's. Yeah. Taryn left. Taryn, well, Taryn is just like hanging out by it. He, yeah, Taryn he, seems like he was helping to orchestrate yeah, the all, whole all thing. of this. Yeah. yeah, all of this. So yeah. Taryn is like was standing over the king's yeah. body Taryn, while Taryn's he convulsed probably, and ta- transformed. Probably looking to get in good. And you run out onto the street, which has turned to pandemonium in a minute. There are scattered pockets of guards, but it seems that they were not organized. They were not ready for this. And Selny stares at them as they run in random directions. She laughs and goes, The guards. The guards who've been patrolling the city. He took them off the gate. That fucker. That dead, terrible king. You see the dragon clawing its way over the tops of the buildings, shooting lightning from its mouth into the cold iron that is woven into the ceiling of these caves, melting it down to nothing. Meanwhile, Drakenborn troops pour through the streets, killing any guards that they find. Selny shakes her head, coming to her senses as she looks around and she goes, we have to get out of here. We have to get to... There's the train. The train. There's a train to Yorbiev's docking today. We have to get to the station. Uh, okay. What about all the people? She looks around and says, Let's get as many of them to the station as we can. Come on. Okay. Well, how, how would we do that? Um, I mean, and if, even if we get a bunch of them to the station, there's only so many that'll fit on the train. Yeah. yeah. Um, this dragon. It's it, Its focus right now is not on people. It's melting. It's trying to, the, trying to melt, the, melt the, the magic cavern. shit. Yeah, oh, the okay. anti-magic shit that's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to tell people as we run, because I don't think there's anything bigger we can do without tipping off our enemies. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys yeah. run. You guys start running. Mm-hmm. And as we run, we tell people to come with us. Yeah. And uh, so as you guys are running, you come across a woman who is trying to lift an overturned cart to get to a group of children trapped in an alleyway. And Selny grabs her and and tries to pull her away, saying, we have to get to the station. We have to get to the trains. Um, And the woman yells, no, there's children. They're trapped back there. Oh, I'm going to cast reduce on the cart and then we can, I think, lift it up. Cool. All right. Uh, So you, you are able to reduce the cart and just like kick it out of the way. When these kids come come out of the, the alleyway and the woman grabs the one who that's hers and Selny says, go, go, the stations. <laughs> and you guys continue running. Next along the streets, you see a man's shop has caught fire from the breath attack of one of the dragonborn. But in the upstairs window, there is a little white cat. No! Uh, <laughs> the children, you guys are like, oh, some kids. <laughs> a cat! <laughs> oh um, so in the upstairs window, there's a little white cat, too scared to jump down to him, but unable to retreat. And Selny tries to pull the man along with her, and he says, my cat, I have to get her. Corbin Corbin runs and wants to uh, try to animal handle the cat so that it feels safe enough. To so go. you climb the burning building. I don't have to touch it to animal handle it. No, no, no. Just uh, yeah, give me your uh, animal yeah. handling. A 13. A 13. Um, that's not going to do it. I don't think it's a burning building. As you, uh, What are you trying to do to animal handle it? 
Me? Yeah. I just try to coax it down. Okay. Come here, little kitty. Yeah, the cat hisses at you. The cat hates me. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I'm going to try to, using like the surrounding buildings, climb up there and get to the cat. All right. Uh, make me an athletics check. All right. <laughs> Is that a one? No, a nine with my thing. But no, I- but you you do, um, it's like you, you try and like parkour up the building, but it is too structurally unstable and the stone crumbles under your under your hand as you try to grab it. Uh, so I'm going to summon some animal friends to nice. help us rescue people. And I'm going to summon one giant eagle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and three giant lizards. You uh, have to. Selny immediately <laughs> points her gun at them. Stop! <laughs> Selny, no, these are helping lizards. They're good lizards. There are lizards. Selny, please. There's a lot of lizards around. <laughs> yes, Most of them are not helpful. These ones are helpful lizards. Fran, is it possible for you to put a little illusion of like, uh, like a barrel on their chest or something so that it's clear that they're here to help? A barrel? Oh, right. Right. No, like, no, like the yeah. same in an avalanche, they yeah. have like a, a barrel with a some barrel. brandy in it to yeah. warm you up, which will actually hurt you very badly. It will. Oh my god! That it's, it's no, like, right. okay. Put, put, put like a, put, a little outfit on them that's with like a, a red cross or something. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the Geneva Convention. We can't use the red cross without violating the Geneva Convention. Okay. Yeah. No. No. A blue uh, cross. No, how about this? <laughs> how about not a cross? Because God isn't real. <laughs> um, what's the symbol of the Warrens? Like, what do they have on their little oh, flag? Oh, yeah, what's on their oh, little flag? Oh, uh, great question. I would say it's like a, a crossed hammer and sword. I make little hats <laughs> for the lizards, and the little hats have the, like, symbol of the dwarven Warrens on the side, and they're the colors of this kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a little feather sticking out of the little hats, and they have little mm-hmm. bows tied under their chins. <laughs> Thank you. Very, m- non-threatening lizards. Non-threatening Got lizards. <laughs> All right too yeah yeah the eagle also has yeah. one yeah awesome yeah. awesome so uh the eagle what are you using the eagle for so the Kitty. eagle is gonna get the cat <laughs> yeah. the eagle is for the cat the eagle, i literally summoned to the giant eagle specifically to rescue the eagle cat. now belongs to that cat yeah. it is it's pet eagle yes <laughs> all right so the eagle swoops down and, and snatches the cat out of the the window and um it has a moment where like you feel a psychic struggle, Corbin, between you and the eagle. <laughs> I understand that. As this eagle goes, I want to eat this thing. Yeah. And you go, no. No. And you go, no, no, no. How no, does no, that no, feel, no. Corbin? For me, it's very difficult. It is really a growing period for Corbin. <laughs> Similar to when uh, he saw Chancellor Taren eating uh-huh. human flesh. It's just the same flesh. as that. Yeah. It's exactly the same as yeah, that. Yes. It really, a lot of challenge for Corbin today. But yeah. he resists and he says no. And he has uh, instructs the eagle to to give the cat to the man who wants the cat. All right. So then the <laughs> eagle drops the cat into the man's arms. His stupid hat on. All right. Uh, so you, the, the eagle drops the cat into the man's arms. And Sally says, you got your cat now. Just fucking go <laughs> and she shoves him along towards the the train station that she's herding everyone towards mm-hmm. and as we go like the lizards are like picking up injured people the eagle is like fetching children from the tops of burning buildings yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and like Selny finds a uh, cart that had been overturned which she she manages to like to get back on its wheels nice. and starts loading injured people into the cart mm-hmm. and, and you guys round a bend and see two dragonborn soldiers have cornered a pair of young, fresh-faced guards. The senior members of their platoon lay scattered across the street, and the two stand back-to-back with tears streaming down their faces. What do you do? 
Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, attack these dragonborn guards. All right, uh, roll to hit. So that is 21 to hit. That'll hit. So strike you by picks, that's gonna be nine and seven. So second attack, that's gonna be 22 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. All right, 15. All right, tell me how you kill it. Golly, I haven't killed anyone in so long. It's been um, so long since you've committed a murder. Well, okay, so I incapacitate the uh, first one by striking them with my picks, first uh, across their side and then in the head. Yeah, all right, so the dragonborn goes down. Uh, now there is one, there's one more here. Sonny shoots her gun at the remaining soldier and uh, hits him in the shoulder for a cool eight damage. Cool. I think I'm, I'm really low on spell slots. So uh, as you go to cast your spell, Corbin, you realize you feel a lot more of the flow of magic. Uh, suddenly, it does not feel so hard to cast spells anymore. And when you look up at the glowing red melting patterns uh, that used to cover the ceiling, you realize why. As the web of anti-magic has been broken in Esudel. Well, uh, that's great for me. Okay, <laughs> in that case, my lizards are busy, mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm going to have my eagle... Uh, do an attack for me. Oh, nice. This cute little hat. Yeah, I'm gonna have my eagle do a multi-attack on this beat. A nine cat? That does not hit, though. Great. (laughs) Seventeen. That'll hit. Okay, sweet. That's twelve. Twelve damage? Okay. Uh, it, this dragonborn, he is just barely holding on to life now. Yeah. My eagle comes down to this little swooping attack with his talons. And then I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna bring my old friend out. Thorn Vip. Okay. Which is a cantrip. All right. I'm going to whip this bad boy. Well, you know what? Sometimes you win, boys. What is wrong with you guys over there? We suck, okay? We fucking (laughs) suck. You can just say it. We suck. We're useless. Catherine, that's an 11. That's an 11. 11 does not hit. No. Those dice is, man. My whip misses. (laughs) Whip misses. All right, yeah. Okay, so I want to try and go in for the finishing blow. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So that's going to be uh, 26 that hits, to hit. That hits. <laughs> okay, cool. So 15? 15. That does it. You you just knock him right out. Um, and meanwhile, while you guys have been uh, fighting these guys off, Mary has been attending to the guards that are on the ground. And while most of them are unfortunately beyond her, her means to help, she has managed to get one of them back up on his feet. Um, and she, she supports him over to his comrades who had both just frozen in terror as you took out the, the dragonborn that were cornering them. And she signs, take him, take him. And they, they do. They get their arms under him and uh, Selny sends them off towards the station. And you guys are getting close now and Selny tells you it's just up ahead. And uh, you pass by a group of people who are struggling to load all of their belongings into a wagon from one of these buildings when the dragon lets loose another breath attack dislodging rocks from the ceiling which fall towards the group I'm gonna cast fireball at the rocks to Ah. try and knock them to a place where there aren't people sure do you roll to hit with a fireball no it's a dex save the the rocks rocks need to make a dex the rocks do not make a dexterity save so it will automatically hit alright so yeah you blast them with a, a just big ball of fire into these rocks. Yeah, I, I like wind up like a baseball pitcher and what comes out is like a tiny fireball that grows and slams into the rocks. Nice. And uh, these people scream as fire blooms above them, but they are not crushed. I give them I give them two thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Sully says, leave your things. You have to go. Get to the trains. And uh, you run down the street. And at the end of the street, you see the beautiful wrought gold gates with swirls and filigree and a illustration of a train running across them. And Selny points to it and as she does, soldiers pour in from either side of the gate blocking your way through. Uh, And I will have you guys now roll for initiative. We're just jumping right into it. I got a seven. Five. Thirteen. Okay, uh, it is going to be these soldiers' turns first. So one of them runs towards you, and he is going to attack using his long sword. He's going to run towards, we'll say, Lake first, and that is a 12, so that is not going to hit. Oh, and, you know, that's so funny that he didn't hit because that means that I can use Repost, one of my uh, combat superiority guys. Oh, yeah. When a creature misses me with a melee attack, I can use my reaction and expend a superiority die to make a melee attack against the creature. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go for it. 22 to hit. That hits. Hooray. 17. Uh, all right. Well, you kill him. <laughs> for real? Yes. Okay. You can kill him non-lethally if you want. I'm not going to specify whether or not he's lethally killed or just a little killed. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Yeah. But he is killed. All right. Well, yeah. So it's like this warrior runs up, charges you, uh, misses, and you just fucking cave his skull in, I guess. I, you know, I like how I was like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> let's leave it up to imagination. It's like viscerally dead. You know, he is dead. It was a reflex. Dead. Um, it was a reflex. Thinking brained this dude. You did. All right. Now, uh, it is another warrior's turn, and he is gonna, um, after seeing what happened, running towards the, the biggest, strongest person in the group is going to reverse strategies and instead run towards the squishiest person in the group and is going to take a run at Fran. Offense taken. <laughs> uh, and is going to roll to hit here. <laughs> Jesus, they have just done really badly. I'm rolling poorly. That's a 10. I don't think that hits your armor class anymore. That doesn't hit me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fran nimbly dodges. Fran, j- Fran jumps out of the way. Uh, Fran jumps out of the way just in time for another uh, a soldier to come up behind his friend mm. and attack her again. 16. Okay, that's decent. Okay, fine. Well, I sprout uh, a double and make it, you can't you can't hit me. Oh, okay. Try caving his skull in. I'm not going to cave his skull in. I'm not a psychopath. So have you considered just like braining him? Just brain him. Um, no, but so Fran, you sprout a double. Is that an actual? Yes, I use illusory self as my reaction and my beautiful double Bran erupts from my body and I and and he's instantly killed <laughs> this is Cronenberg <laughs> shit oh boy okay <laughs> and when and he thinks that he hit me but when he looks up I'm somewhere else he gets frenzy idiot. and blood just pours out of all of his orifices <laughs> and he dies it's fine it's right. It's it's fine. It's fine. All right. So actually, now there's only two uh, two warriors plus a bigger, burlier-looking warrior at the back. It's like you are up next. Well, I guess I wipe the fucking brain off of my, <laughs> um, because you know you can't have that all over there. And then uh, I'm gonna roll to attack. Holy shit! So that's a natty twant. I'm gonna go for the the strongest boy. All right, so you're gonna step past these guys who are hassling Fran oh. and uh, get get to the big oh. boy in the back. Well, that makes it sound bad. 
No, no, no. It's fine. All right, cool. Go ahead. Leave me to die. It's okay. Cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, it's a natty twine. I mean, it is. It is. Absolutely. You can't waste use it on it. Apply it. Apply uh, it. So I like don't use it to save your friend. Yeah, or no. I mean, that just seems like such a waste. Um, so anyway. I say the strongest boy, mm-hmm. and as Hell a natty yes. twunt, I think I actually have a special thing that I can do oh. because I'm a fighter. Oh, yeah. Savage attacks. When you score a critical hit with a melee weapon attack, you can roll one of the weapon's damage dice one additional time and oh. add it to the extra damage of the critical hit. Oh, wow. So you're just going to fuck up this guy. 14 times 2 for the double damage. 28. Yeah. And then I get to add... Uh, so that's going to be 30. Ooh. And that was my first attack. Total total 30? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That time, uh, that's only 13 to hit. So That one does not hit. So this dragonborn, as uh, you hit him and you like knock his helmet off and you see that he's got like these brilliant gold scales. He like reels back from your hit. And then when you bring out your pickup for another attack, he brings up his shield to block you. A strong boy. All right, uh, Mary is going to cast Guidance on Fran. Ooh. And then she ducks out of the way of a soldier. So now it is Fran's turn. I think I'm going to use this turn to cast Mage Armor. Okay. A shimmering set of armor seems to appear around me and then kind of turns mostly invisible. All right. Now it's Corbin's turn. Okay. Kat, what is, um, can you just refresh on my little mind? What's, what kind of is our environment around us looking like right now? All right. So you guys are in a street, train station at the end of the street, chaos behind you, buildings to either side. Is there, I mean, you know, like flammable substances nearby or anything? You see a, um, a tumbled down stall. So there's some, some wood and some like canvas from the awning and you do see the sign. It, it looks like they were selling uh, fermented melons. So, okay, um, like one of them is cracked open. You get a, a big whiff of alcohol. Alcohol in there. Yeah, right. from these like fermented melons. Okay, Corbin, Corbin takes, Corbin runs to the stall. He grabs a melon mm-hmm. and a rag. Mm-hmm. And he uses his little druid hands to melon ball into the melon, <laughs> a tiny little hole. <laughs> okay, okay, so... Uh, you have, uh, let me just remind you, you do have, like, uh, a stick that you carry around, your cool stick. Use your hands like a raccoon. Use your hands. Rip through the rind of a melon with his bare hands. Use your long fingernails that we all know you have. Use your claws. Iron Reaver Soul Stealer. No, 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 no. I've got it. 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 Use no. your retractable toenails. Claws I've got it. Corbin takes one of the melons and he looks at the, he looks at a nearby lizard. Because I assume they're still in the field. Yes, the lizards are still in the field. Use the lizard as a bottle opener. <laughs> and he says, he p- puts his little finger out to the lizard. He's like, come on, come here. And the lizard comes over and Corbin holds the melon out to the lizard. And the lizard knows exactly what to do because they oh. have a psychic connection. And the lizard takes its long spindly claw <laughs> and drills into the top of the lemon a little hole. And then... Corbin stuffs uh, the cloth that he took into the lemon. Okay. Into the lemon. And all this happens melon. in six <laughs> seconds. The lemon. All this happens the in melon. six seconds. Into the melon. Yeah. Into the melon. Okay. I'm going to say this is, this is your turn. You can build a Molotov no, cocktail I, on one turn. That's fine. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yes. So then, and then, and now he has a Melon Tov cocktail. A Melon Tov <laughs> cocktail. 
And he's ready to go for round two. Okay. All right. Wow. Corbin built a melon top cocktail. All right. Sounds good. Fran is dodging attacks and watching all of this with just like a bemused <laughs> face. When life gives you melons. When life gives you melons. Burn to burn to burn burn. Right. All right. So uh, this dragon board is engaged with Slake and uh, he is going to rear his head back and use his radiant breath. What? Uh, and exhales a fiery radiance in a 30-foot cone. Um, so I will Ugh. say that... That gets all of us, right? I think that's going to get all of you. If it's 30 feet wide, then yeah. Yeah. Is my head blasted clean off? Make a dexterity saving throw. Um, is Slake's skull caved in? <laughs> it might just be burned off. Uh, make a, Everybody, make dexterity saving throws, please. I'm going to use my, uh, my guidance on this one. I got 16. Mary manages to dodge uh, Corbin. You get take half damage. I got a 15. Uh, meets it, beats it. You take half damage. Slake? <sighs> I also got a 15. I was thinking about using like a special thingy, but okay. I guess I don't have to. So, okay, all of you make it. You only take half damage, uh, which means you are going to take 23 damage. Mm. Jesus Christ. What? 23 damage as uh, he lets out a column of searing hot fire from his mouth. Feels good. Jesus fuck. Feels nice. What is that? <laughs> now it is Selny's turn and she is going to shoot him with her gun. As one does. All right, so she hits him for a sweet little seven damage. And now we're back at the top of the order with a guy who's dead. Uh, and, <laughs> all right, and his friend, who um, I believe was attacking Fran, and is going to continue to do so. Damn That you. is, ooh, that is a 23. Well, <laughs> that doesn't hit me, Dan. Uh, it doesn't even hit. It's not a problem for you're me. Not Shut able the fuck up. So he is going to do a six damage to you. Okay. He's not... Not terrible. And then the other warrior is also, I believe, attacking Fran. So he's going to attack, and that is going to be 17. Yeah, that hits. So yeah, so then uh, that is nine damage as these two guys gang up on you. Okay. And now we are back up to Slake. I'm going to go ahead and shoot some Fran attackers. All right. My <gasps> crossed bow. Crossed bow. Oh, hey, cool. Okay. So to hit with my longbow, mm -hmm. that is going to be 24 to hit. That hits. And I think I want to do this actually as a sweeping attack, which is one of my maneuvers. So that is going to be nine damage. Okay. And then I can expend one superiority die and damage another creature with the same attack. Oh, okay. It's going to take damage equal to the number that I roll on my superiority die. Four damage. Okay. And then for my second attack, I'm going to shoot the first uh, dude again. Okay. Okay, so to hit, 16. 16 will hit, yeah. Nice. 10 damage. Tell me how you kill him. Okay, so nice. um, yeah, I guess uh, I see that Fran is being ganged up on. So I turn to fire some arrows from my longbow at them. And uh, the first shot, I guess, gets the uh, soldier A in the shoulder, but the second shot <laughs> caves in his skull. <laughs> hey, get him right, right between the eyes. Right between the eyes. Yes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, he is down. Now there is only one small guy and the big guy. So now it is Mary's turn. Everybody is doing good on hit points. Nobody's really taking a lot of damage. I did. Oh, yeah, that's did, right. But... You got hit by the breath attack. That's right. Mary looks at all of us half dead. You guys are fine. <laughs> you guys look good. <laughs> you guys don't look depressed at all. <laughs> you look completely fine. 
She's going to cast a mass healing word. Hell yes. Yes. She's going to cast it at fourth level. So that is going to be uh, 18 points of healing to all of you. Bless that Mary. Thank you, Mary. Mary gives you a thumbs up. And next is Fran. One strong boy Mm -hmm. and one small baby who is trying to get me. Okay, I'm going to, I think I'm going to step to the side so that they are both in a line in front of me and cast Ice Spear. Okay. Nice Spear. Yeah. And they must make a deck save. Okie dokie. 19 from small guy. Ooh, only a five from big guy. Oh. Okay, so to the big guy who's taking full damage, that's going to be 27. Ouch. And the other one is going to be half as much, so 13. Oh, good. Okay. Neither of them are dead, though uh, little guy's not looking good. What the fuck? Just die. It's time for them to die. uh, Is it my turn? (laughs) Yeah. Now, Catherine and Slake, is Slake over by where they are more so? Um, Okay, if you're going to throw a Molotov cocktail at anyone, you will hit a compatriot. Yeah. One of them is currently engaged with Fran, and one is currently engaged with Slate. Which of your friends would you rather throw a Molotov cocktail They can, at? I mean, they'll make a dexterity saving throw. I'm open. Which throw I, me a pass. I guess I'll throw it at Slake, because I feel like they can take the hit more so <laughs> than Take Fran. one for the team. Yeah, so. Take the hit. <laughs> I, 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 I uh, get ready to launch my melon, and I look at Slake, and I say, um, Bombs away. <laughs> Good luck. No, you say, hey, just so you know, I'm about to throw a cocktail that I've created by using a lizard to burrow out a melon that contained fermented alcohol. You you, you take aim and you scream, I'm a mixologist. <laughs> I make direct eye contact with Slake and I say, drink up, bitch. And then I throw my Molotov cocktail. All right. I look confused and afraid. <laughs> All right, Slake, make a dexterity saving throw. Cool. I can't believe Corbin tried to fucking murder me. (laughs) (laughs) I got six, so... Well, it doesn't do that much damage, so don't worry. It's mostly just... That's such a thing to say after you throw a Molotov cocktail at your friend. <laughs> and, um, and you scream, drink up, bitch, at them. <laughs> right, right. And uh, the Dragonborn soldier did roll 18. Well, he still takes half damage. Catherine. <laughs> he does. Just that you just hurt Slate more than you hurt him. I sure have. But it's only 1d8 fire damage. It is. Okay, so. that's like it's really It really isn't that much. I'm just imagining, like... This whole situation, Carmen's like, drink up, bitch, and throws it at the enemy, but the enemy steps out of the way and it hits like <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> it is exactly the situation. Um, I rolled a four, so Slake takes four damage. Take, and that bitch takes two. Takes two damage. He takes two damage because he's too close to Slake's burning face. <laughs> um... It does, it does, uh, after it's thrown, the flames spread over a 10-foot radius uh, of the target. Yes. And they last for 1d4 rounds. So let me roll a d4 and see how many rounds the fire is there for. I love to be in fire. <laughs> That's four rounds, baby. Uh, I, I yell, Corbin, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry! This, um, I will say, I... This didn't help the situation, Corbin. No, it didn't. Um, it also lights any flammable objects in the area on fire. Right. So this is a scorched earth approach so you're really to getting us into. <laughs> you're really going full Jason Mendoza. Right. 
Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you did say that the buildings are all made of stone. I did, but I did also say that there's a lot of these alcoholic melons rolled around the crowd. Yeah, so... This like, didn't help the situation, but it did create a different situation. After Corbin throws the melon at Slake and yells, drink up, bitch, Corbin runs. <laughs> He's going to just begin running away. Uh, because there are melons all over the place. So Corbin, like, he throws the melon. As it's, like, arcing through the air, he, like, it's like the the two brain cells looks finally, like, make a connection. Like, oh, shit. Uh, right. So now it is the, uh, the big boy's turn. And he looks around at all of this chaos and decides, well, just going to have to kill my way out of it. And is going to attack Slick again. And this time he is going to go at you with his longsword, a 22 on the first hit. Definitely hits. And so that's going to be eight damage. And then cool. for his second attack, that is going to be a 21. That hits. All right. Okay. So that is going to be nine damage. Third attack is only a 13. Um, and now he will have to make his constitution saving throw to see if he is set on fire. All right. That is, he, he rolled a 19. So that is, uh, he is not set on fire. So Selny is going to, uh, she's going to shoot at the last guy who was shooting at Fran. Selny's trying to save you, Fran. Oh my God. She must really like you. Selny and I are best friends. Uh, unfortunately, she does miss, so whoops. <laughs> well, you know what? And she is, she misses and then she like looks around at all of the melons and she looks over her shoulder at Corbin running away and she yells, Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And she is also going to run as um, each of these melons is going to roll a constitution saving throw. They're just going to roll straight and we'll see how many of them explode. I can't believe Corbin killed Fran and Slake and Mary. <laughs> I can't believe Corbin literally killed all of his fucking friends. Wow. I can't believe you killed Fran and Mary and well, Slake. Well, Corbin, I guess, is a Torva worshiper now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of the melons that are on the ground, only five of them explode. Um, only five. Only five. five. So it's fine. Only five. So um, I'm gonna have everybody make a dexterity saving throw, except for the people who ran away, right? Yeah. So not Selny, not Corbin, uh, but Slake and Fran and Mary. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure on that. And all and, and the two remaining the Dragonborn. Enemies. Yeah, and the two yeah. remaining Dragonborn. So three allies. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Got it. Right. So the two Dragonborn. Did fail. Good. And, hey, see. Yep. Mm. Yep. And Mary succeeded. So that's see? great. That's great. That's well, what did you need to roll to succeed? I think a twelve. Oh, okay. Well, I got eight plus seven. That's fifteen. You're good. That's more than twelve. Uh, Fran you. got four. <laughs> Fran's gonna die. So I'm ready to. I'm ready to fucking. I'm ready to fucking party. I'm ready to drink up. All right. So that is gonna be twenty-two. Um, so the uh, the little guy is completely engulfed in flames. <laughs> the, uh, the the big guy is still clinging on, but he is blown backwards and he is knocked off his feet. So he is prone at the start of this round. Fran, I guess you also take 22 damage and everybody else takes 11. Fun. Mm. Maybe I should stick to mm. spells, huh? <laughs> And now we're back mm, up at the top mm. of the order. Um, Ooh! <laughs> Corbin's gonna get so much shit for this! <laughs> Ooh! And it is gonna 
if he's in a slake. We wouldn't want Corbin to get any shit, would we? (laughs) And uh, all right, Slake, it's your turn. As the big guy was, he was blown backwards. He is prone, so he is gonna. You will have advantage on your attack roll. Okay. Well, I think I do. I do note that, like, I'm assuming that, like, the fires are kind of spread everywhere. Yes, yes, everything's on fire right now. So, um, I am gonna take a free action to shout. Fran, can you, like, make water or something? <laughs> Fran, a burn victim. <laughs> Fran turns her head to look at you, and it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> she's been she's been inside an explosion recently, and that's what she looks like. All her hair is gone. <laughs> it's just evaporated. Yeah, her, hair's, her hair has <laughs> evaporated. And so has her patience. <laughs> and she... <laughs> Gives you a shaky thumbs up <laughs> that um, steam comes off of. Oh my god! <laughs> um, well, I turn, I turn back to uh, attack this this prone warrior. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and get in, get in there with the picks. All right. Okay. So to hit for my first attack, twenty three. It hits. So that's gonna be sixteen damage. All right, yeah, tell me how you kill him. This is just like Simba and Scar fighting on a fire. Just like that. Like, Um, Like slap him. You just slap him to death. Yeah, I (laughs) I guess I use a pick and I I slap him back into like a big (laughs) pile of flaming melons. Mm. And and stick the pick in his brain. And and then his, (sighs) yeah, and then his head caves in. And then his head is caved in. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> You're just so strong. <laughs> all right. That is all of them. You have killed them all. Ran snaps her fingers and um, rain begins to fall in a in a pathway into the train station. And it falls on her and steam is coming off of her and she slowly gains hair. Corbin comes, it like fills up like a bowl. <laughs> Corbin comes running back and is like, holy shit, did you guys see that? That was crazy. Fran turns towards him and she has like bags under her eyes that like reach to her fucking armpits. <laughs> Fran, what's going on with your eyes? Slake is staring at you just like mouth wide open, eyes wide open. Just like, what the fuck did you do? Um, Mary what? is going to come over and give you some healing, Fran. Hmm. Fran uses um, shape water and just like, just like subtly and um, amicably, like slightly drowns Corbin for like a couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought maybe you were on fire. I guess not. <laughs> All right, uh, so she is. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mary's gonna uh, cast your wounds on you, Fran, for twenty-four healings. And and Mary looks back at you, Corbin, and she just shakes her head. She's just disappointed in you. <laughs> what? Why is everybody so mad? Corbin, did you actively try to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were gonna get out of the way. Sally, look. Did you see me start running? Sally comes up behind you, Corbin, and puts a hand on your shoulder. She passes you by and goes. Sure fucking looked like you were trying to kill him, kid. <laughs> Come on. And she and she opens up the like she pulls open the door to the train station to get you all inside. Oh, hello. 
says, hey, how's it going? Thank you so, so much for your patience. Uh, it has been a trial and a tribulation to get this uh, this uh, finale out there to you guys. Um, but we've made it. We've gotten there. We're across the finish line. We're halfway through the episode or maybe more or maybe less. I don't I don't exactly know where Noelle's dropping this in, um, but she has been. Just uh, an absolute rock star getting through this. So big ups to Noelle. Um, and thank you again for your patience uh, in, in our delay in getting this out. Um, we have some other fun stuff coming up that I want to tell you about before we get into, uh, into the shout outs and thank yous. First off, we are going to, uh, Noelle mentioned this on Twitter, but we are going to be doing something a little bit different after this uh, after this arc, a little uh, interlude of sorts. We are so excited to uh, share that with you guys. It has been an absolute blast to record. Laughed until we cried many, many times. So we're really excited for you guys to hear that. So that will be coming up uh, after this. We will have our customary little bit of a break. Um, Patreon subscribers, you have a new Damjin dive coming. Um, those of you who are not on the Patreon, this is a great time to join uh, and catch up on the backlog of our side story uh, about a different group of adventurers in Avalis and their trials and tribulations with the gods and their machinations. That was a really fun one. I had a great time writing that adventure, too. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That should be coming in the next few weeks here, I think. Um, I'm not exactly sure of what our posting schedule is going to be like for the break, since we've got this little interlude coming up. But uh, but if you are not subscribed to Patreon and you haven't listened to the other Dame Gen Dive episodes, I cannot recommend them enough. They're a much more uh, traditional D&D type story. Dungeoneering and hijinks and uh, danger and demons and drama and uh, di din dinner. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they've eaten dinner once. They've eaten breakfast once. Anyway, that's coming up. So uh, keep your keep your ears tuned for that. We'll also, uh, I think, be doing a Q and A episode. So if you've got some questions, some cues. Uh, keep an eye out for when we ask for those. I always love hearing your guys' questions because I love talking about myself and the things that I write and do. That's how you get into podcasting. You have to be a little bit self-involved. Other uh, announcements. We are going to have some new stuff uh, coming up on our store soon. Um, some new merch, some restocks. They're, they're coming in the very near future. Um, I think the goal is to get that up early July. So keep your peepers peeled. Uh, keep your eyes on our social media. I, okay, let's shout out now our podcast reviewers, the people who've reviewed our podcast, who we love very, very much. And they help us climb those charts. They help more people find us. They help um, buoy our spirits in these dark times. So that is a big shout out to Strawberry9417, Shira, Iron Blood Prince, Callum Johnson 11, and K Corbs, who said that we're trendy. And I'm sorry, K Corbs, I need to correct you on that one. We are not trendy at all. We are, we are lame as hell. Um, but I love that you think that we are trendy and um, never change that opinion. It, it feeds my ego. So thank you. Thank you all very, very much. It really gives me so much joy to read you guys' reviews. Uh, I can't I can't put it into words. So please put it into words for me about how much you love the podcast on the review app of your choice. Now, 
Let's shout out to our Patreons. And I want to just give a little, uh, a quick big thank you to our Patreon uh, subscribers. I am making a very exciting move, and it's part of why I've been pretty absent. Um, but I'm, I'm buying a house in the next couple of days. And that wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for the support that our Patreons have given us. Um, being able to support myself with art has always been a dream. Um, and I would not be able to do it without you guys. And so I really genuinely want to thank everybody who has donated, everybody who has bumped the show, everybody who has, you know, told a friend to listen. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, because it is absolutely wild to me that I was able to take the money I made from podcasting and turn it into a house. Uh, it's been a big dream of mine. So thank you so much. Um, so thank you specifically to the people who have subscribed in the last uh, couple of weeks since last time we did shout outs. That is going to be Lina, Adria, Anita, Every, Sheila, Timothy, Tess, Leah, Anna A, Nurt, Brandon, Gay Fran Girl, and Frank Jewett. Thank you all so, so much for your donations. Thank you for subscribing to Patreon, and I hope you enjoy the content. Like I said earlier, it's a great time to subscribe to our Patreon. Um, we've got some new stuff coming. We've got our monthly either live streams or other video content. Now we're doing uh, pre-recorded episodes that are a little bit longer sometimes for our uh, monthly video content. So those are a lot of fun to check out. We try some new games. We uh, did a really fun DMs versus players uh, with a special guest, Andrew from Chasm Quest. So go check that out on our Patreon if you have not already. And now, time for a word from uh, a friend of the show. Welcome back to Beholder to No One, a D&D and TTRPG discussion podcast. Today I'm here with Jeremy from Three Black Halflings. Hello. Bards had a bad rap. Yeah. Is that a pun, baby? Is that a pun? Uh, I did a, bad, a pun. A bad, a bad rap. I made a Bard. pun. I'm terrible at puns. Yeah. <laughs> the world that we're going to be in is living and breathing. This isn't going to be a Saturday morning cartoon game. In my Friday game, there was a lot of things that led up to a consequence that we didn't anticipate. And as it was unfolding, we're like, oh, fuck, we caused all of this. Hey, you just got your first game design credit. Because yes. it totally counts. Ugh, one more step to taking over the world for you. I'm so yes. It opened the door for them to explore a world for a genre that they've never explored before, but in a system that they were familiar with. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And so it's just nice to hear when people are really getting into their shit. Every Monday, wherever podcasts can be found as we talk about important and fun topics within the TTRPG community. That sounds like such a good show. You should really check it out. Uh, and now for a message to Chantal. Chantal, I'm about to join you in the journey of homeownership. I get to paint my walls. I get to paint my floors if I so choose. And, you know, I, I hope that uh, from across the Twin Cities, we are we are one in our ascension to the bourgeoisie. Uh, the code word is Samurai 1660. The sleeper agent is active. Go. She pulls open the door to the train station to get you all inside. Inside, there is a train pulled up to the platform and 
you watch as a dragonborn soldier pulls the conductor out from the train car and just executes him. Oh, um, and tosses the body aside. As Selny is holding open the door, though, people start running into the station behind you. Uh, people who were watching your fight from the buildings nearby or following you down the streets as you saved many people. They start running in, and Selny just, like, grabs each of them by the shoulder as they're running in and yells, get to the train, and then she sees the single soldier by the dead conductor. And uh, she looks at you guys and says, go take care of that. I'll get as many people inside as I can. Got it. All right, so go ahead and roll me some initiative, you guys. I received an unnatural 20. I received a natural one. I got a 16. All right, so this uh, Dragonborn, he is going to run at Corbin first, and he is going to take a swing at you with his long sword. Corbin holds his arms out like a sacrificial lamb and, like, <laughs> accepts the hit. Okay. Um, I shout, drink up, bitch! <laughs> Alright, so that is only going to be a nine. So, Corbin, he makes a wild swing at you and misses. Um, Alright, and then it is Fran's turn. I'm going to cast Phantasmal Killer. Oh, okay. Um, and I am from, I'm casting it from a safe distance away from this bitch. So this little person has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. That is going to be a 13. That doesn't pass. All right. <laughs> so um, Phantasmal Killer basically creates an illusory vision for him of his deepest and most horrifying fears, and he becomes frightened. And he is also going to take 4d10 psychic damage. Okay. And he he's going to have to continue to make saves, and he will continue to take a shit ton of damage every time he fails. Okay, 4d10. That is going to be 23 damage. Ouch. Ouchie, ouchie. Straight to the bean. Straight to the bean. Straight he to the collapses. Bean, Skull uh, he caved right in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he he collapses to the floor, uh, holding his head and screaming. Corbin, it's your turn. I think that I am. I get actually. You know what? It looks like my spear is this. I think it's the staff of adornment right now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my cool staff that I take, and I'm just gonna try and smash it through his little brain. <laughs> All right. So that's fifteen. No, sorry. I bonk him on his little head. Yeah. I, it does not hurt him at all. <laughs> you tap him gently. Um, all right. That is now it is going to be Mary's turn. How is everybody doing health wise? I'm 48 out of 84. Okay. I have 68. I think I have 62 out of 74. Okay. So Slake does need some healing. Mm -hmm. um, and so she is going to cure wounds, you slake. Thanks, Mary. I love it when my friends heal me and don't throw Molotov coffee. <laughs> oh, she rolled yeah. super well this time. All right, she's going to give you 29 points of healing. The fellowship is breaking. Oh, thank you, Mary. Mary gives you like a, a hearty slap on the back. Oh, <laughs> and that heals you for 28 points of damage. Now it is Slake's turn. So I'm going to go up. I'm gonna go up to him since he's he's prone and on the ground, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kick him in the head in the hopes of knocking him out. 18 to hit. All right, so you knock out this guy, and uh, several more people have run into the station now, and Selny is directing them to get into the train cars. She's just getting as many people in. There's maybe a dozen who have come in while you were fighting this guy, and more are running in as she does. However, the window 
to the side of the door is smashed in in a shower of glass as more soldiers begin to pour into this train station. <laughs> soldiers begin pouring in through this new opening into the train station, rushing towards the train to try and stop it from departing from the station. Selny looks back at this new obstacle and her eyes widen and she shouts, hold them off as long as you can. I'll get as many people on as, as is possible. And it is going to be the first three of these warriors turns. So the first one is going to just run at Slake and is going to try and hit Slake with his long sword and fully misses. He, he done biffs that one. Next guy is going to go for Corbin this time. That's a seven. That misses. Hell yeah. All right. And next is going to be, next one's for Fran. Wow, they all miss. That's a, that's a 10. Ugh. So you have three uh, who are up close within combat range of you guys. And then there are another five uh, who are coming up behind them. Uh, and Fran, it is your turn now. Okay, so I'm going to cast Firewall over the opening that they're trying to come through. So... Basically, it's going to, like, burn the shit out of them if they try and come okay. through. I think probably all those people are in range, so it's going to deal 5d8 fire damage if they fail a dex throw to, to throw themselves backwards away Okay. From. All right, the first one rolled a 16, 18, 19, 13, and 2. The ones that take full damage are going to take 20 damage. The ones that take half are going to take 10. Okay. Wow. You do some damage to these guys. Uh, in fact, you you kill one of them. Nah. All right. So, yeah, one of them is uh, just absolutely incinerated as he's trying to get through the breach. The others take mm. a face full of fire and then scurry back to regroup and figure out what they're going to do. And now it is Corbin's turn. Uh, I'm going to have two of my lizards gang up on one of the dudes. Mm -hmm. So that's eight, Catherine. Uh, no, that does not hit. I didn't think so. 16. 16 does hit. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I'm just so proud of my little one. Seven piercing damage. All right. It bites them. To one of the men. Bites them hard. Bites them good. And then I think I am going to cast Moonbeam to bring my bad boy out at the fourth level because that's the lowest level that I have any spell slots left. And I'm going to cast it on the guys that my lizard is not on so that my lizard's not hurt. Nice of you to think about your lizards. The dude is going to have to make constitution saving throw. Constitution. That is an 18. Passes, but he'll still take half damage. Okay. 10 damage. Okay. All right. So that is Corbin's turn. Uh, now it is Mary's turn. And she's going to cast Guidance on Slake. Oh, cool. Nice. All right, now it is the warriors who are trapped behind the fire barrier's turn, and they have to make a decision here. Oh, they all have longbows. Okay, um, so they are going to start firing ranged attacks at you guys. Let's see, that is a 16, so that does not hit Slake. We're going to have two fire at Fran here at disadvantage, so that's an 11. That doesn't hit. And a 19. But that is, we'll disadvantage that, roll again, and a 20. So one of them does hit you, Fran. <laughs> Fine. That's not much, just, just nine damage. Ha! All right, so those two. Ha! That was on the second one. Okay. Out of the fire and into the arrow. Now it is Slake's turn. Yep, well, I guess I'll, I'll attack I'll attack one of them back. So to hit, that's going to be 26. 26, that will hit, yes. Okay, so that's going to be 18 damage. Okay, and that's to the one that was attacking you? Yeah. Okay. How's he looking? Uh, not great. No, bad. Pretty bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I'll attack again. So that's going to be 15 to hit. 15. That does not hit. Damn. 
Okay, and so now we are back up at the top of the order with Warrior B. And he is going to attack Corbin. Does he have defining features? Does he have long eyelashes or... Yeah, does he have cow eyelashes? or? Like- well, actually, they're all dragonborn, so they all have different scale colors. So this guy is blue. Oh. B for blue. A blue. A blue man group. Yes, so the, uh, the blue dragonborn... He is going to attack Corbin with his longsword. That's a 23. Yep. And he is going to attack two-handed and do 11 points of damage. That's not too bad. All right. And then uh, Warrior C, who is Cyan. Of course. Uh, Naturally. 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 Uh, So the Cyan Dragonborn, which is the one that is attacking Slake, is going to attack Slake again. And that is going to be... Only eight to hit, so that does not hit Slake's big, beefy, uh, beautiful armor class. Uh, and then the one that is attacking Fran is going to attack Fran. Uh, only rolls a seven. <laughs> get fucked. Yep, so that does not hit Fran, and now, Fran, you are up. Fran is just, like, dodging, like, fucking crazy. Bobbing and waving. I think I might use Ice Sphere again on these guys. I'm going to try and line it up to get two of them. I probably can't get all three. Okay. Unless they already happen to be standing in a line. <laughs> no, they are not. You can get two of them. You can get the one that's in front of you and either the one that's on Slake or the, the blue one that has been attacking Corbin. Which one's attacking me? What color? Uh, yours is... Uh, Aubergine. Well, it's 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 <laughs> D. It's Warrior D. I'm oh. trying to come up with any color that starts with D. Um, it's got to be a color. Duh. Dark, dark blue, <laughs> dark blue, blue, and cyan. Three different colors. Yeah. So I, I have the dark blue one that is attacking me. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna line up Ice Spear to get dark blue and cyan, and they each need to make a dexterity saving throw. As Fran whirls in a beautiful water bending, just uh, what's the word? Exercise or or formation. <laughs> Or perhaps Formation. yoga oh, right. pose. They, they both failed. Fuck off, little dragonborns. It's time for me to kill you with <laughs> my beautiful spear. Here it comes. <laughs> They're each going to take 24 damage. Oh, okay. So you kill Cyan. Uh, he is dead. Yes. Hell yeah. You impale Cyan all the way through his body. And Dark Blue's not looking great either. Yeah, for some reason, the cyan skull caves in. It's like so strange. <laughs> so fucking As weird. it pulls out, it's like a suction that sucks down from his head. <laughs> I hate when it happens. Oh, I mean, you know, it's this the is best the problem when you have, have a podcast with your friends. You make one innocuous description. Innocuous? <laughs> Of a death, yeah. I don't know. Killed him in one hit. I thought. (laughs) No, it makes sense. I don't know. It's pretty brutal. It makes sense. Do you think being impaled in a spear of ice is less brutal? Somehow, actually, yes. Not when you deflate like a balloon. Well, no, yeah, but like (laughs) as far as like how I was gonna die, I'd rather be impaled by a spear of ice because I feel like my dead body would look like a little sexier than if my skull was caved in. I'd rather have my skull caved in because I would die immediately. You know, a spear of ice, but like. Like, you would look down, you'd see the Spear of Ice, and then you would bleed out horribly. Yeah, I know, but, like, when yeah. people find my corpse, I want them to think, like, oh, they were kind of hot. Like, I don't want them <laughs> to think, like, ew, gross brain, it's everywhere. That's important. Maybe they're, like, not into faces. Yeah. That's what I hope about anybody who finds me, uh, my dead body. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was Fran's turn. Corbin, you're up. So, blue and dark blue. So, I'm going to say that dark blue 
And I have my Lizzie go after that bad boy. Okay. Lizzie McGuire. Just 18. That hits. <laughs> and then my second lizard also goes after. And that's another. That's another 18. All right. Both lizards just like attack, fly through the air. Both lizards oh, fly yeah. at this man and try to destroy him. And, and they try to cave his skull in. Seven. They do 14 damage. Tell me how your lizards that kill skull. him. Cave that skull. They go, okay, my lizards. Make a Molotov cocktail out of his head. <laughs> my lizards a melon jump dog. on this man. They jump on this man. Out of his and mouth. like, do you guys know like little dinosaurs with eggs and they'll like crack open the eggs and like eat what's inside? Yeah, sure. That's what my, <laughs> that's what my lizards do to this guy's Horrifying. Head. Horrifying. <laughs> Absolutely horrifying, but yeah, that's how this man dies. That's how he dies. That's um, his legacy. Is he's cracked open like a fucking egg by two lizards. Um, and then I'm gonna take my moonbeam and move it onto number B, the blue man, uh, as my as my act. Dark blue, you mean? Or yeah, dark blue. Whichever one my lizards didn't kill, and then the dark blue man group. Yeah, the dark blue man group. Um, yeah. blue man group song name. Play it in a minor key. I feel love, but dark blue man group, I feel hate. Yes. <laughs> Played in a minor key. Yes, right. yes, okay. yes, yes. Minor Anyway, uh, what, so the other dark blue... Uh, constitution, constitution saving throw he needs to make. That's a three. Oh, well, then he's failed. Catherine, would you do me the honor of rolling? I don't, I don't need to. He has two hit points. How do you, how does he die? He's incinerated, but first his head explodes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys have killed these three. Now there are the five that are behind the firewall, and it is Mary's turn. Uh, she's gonna cast spiritual weapon, and she's gonna cast it behind the firewall. Oh my god, Mary! Damn. She's Damn, like, these Mary. guys aren't gonna live. Shit. That's too many skulls that are still intact. <laughs> yep. So she is going to melee attack one of these guys behind. All right, that is not gonna hit, unfortunately. And okay, but it, her weapon is still out there to do some damage, and her weapon is Mary's spiritual weapon is a shield. Oh, yeah. A weaponized shield. Like a Goofy from Kingdom Hearts. Like, like a Goofy yeah. from, or I was going to say, like a Captain America shield, you know? Yeah. Uh, that, like, it's it's well, like bouncing around like a more first. famous shield used for fighting is actually more Goofy's people will from get Kingdom that Hearts. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, the more common cultural touchstone. Yeah, actually, you know what? That is true, though. I think our audience is going to resonate more with I would say that that's more of an icon. That's kind of the one. Yeah. So that's like the one that people know about. Yeah. So. so it's like, or no, it's more like a, or like a Sailor Moon tiara, you know, that like gets like, it just bounces around. I just around. really think that. No, I just, I mean, I just feel like. He's <laughs> really. Okay, it's a goofy. Like, I just feel like everybody knows Goofy, so like we don't and, need like, to don't know about like you know, be reaching for okay. these like niche Sailor references that yeah. no one's gonna understand. I think Goofy's the way to go. All right, <laughs> well, um, we're gonna go through uh, these guys all trying to shoot at Fran to try and get her firewall down. Well, I'm I'm gonna go inside the train then. Well, it's, not your, turn. Me it's not your turn. You can't move yet. <laughs> you can't go. You can't. Whatever. I'm still desperately trying. They to don't even know me. where I am. How can you arrow what you cannot see? They cannot. And they that was a 17. But again, they rolled disadvantage. That's a 14. Don't you try and get me, little so bitches. It's a 13. 
So You're that's not going to get me. Not today. Yeah, no, they oh, no, like, no. Oh, the 19. Oh, that sucks. All right, so none of them hit you. They're all just firing. How can you arrow what you cannot see? Fran is just like, just floating around. She's just like, oh, oh my gosh. Like she just like half it. She's like, she like bends over to tie her shoe and like an arrow flies over her head. And she's like, oh, I thought Fran was running into the train. And then she runs into the train. (laughs) Well, you can do that on your turn, but uh, now it is Slake's turn. (laughs) Okay, cool. So how many people we got left in this firewall? You got four behind the firewall. So seeing that like the only foes we have left are behind the firewall currently, I know that Selny's been helping like get people onto the train. I think I want to go to Selny and say, I can take over here, uh, assuming that you know how to drive a train. Selny nods and says, I know how to drive a train. Uh, yeah, let's- Selny! All right, and- All uh, of the tracks. And uh, you see <laughs> run, running past you, it's like Yoshimi and her wife, Elizabeth, have- uh, have gotten through, and as Selny sees them goes by, she goes, okay, Elizabeth, Yoshimi, go that way. And uh, she runs to the conductor's compartment of the train to try and get it started. As Slake, now you are, uh, you're getting people through. But then, (laughs) as we do hit the end of this turn, there is a roar from overhead, and I'm gonna have everybody make dexterity saving throws, please. Oof. 19. 19, okay. Catherine, I've rolled four. Okay. Catherine, I've also rolled four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. So uh, as Selny is running to the, the train, she is not quite fast enough. And Mary, Fran, and Corbin, none of you are either as the roof suddenly caves in as a huge clawed foot pounds directly through it. So you all take 10 points of damage as the clawed foot of this blue dragon comes down through the ceiling and it punches a big hole and like just rips out the side of the station. And I am blue, dabba dee dabba, die. <laughs> okay. All right. If I succeeded on my saving throw, do I take half damage or not? You take no damage. And also those of you who failed your saving throw, you are all knocked prone as you are hit by this damage. I'm sorry, Fran, you can't run for the train. You're mocked prone. That's all your movement. Can't get on the fucking train. I just want to get on the fucking train. <laughs> now there's a blue dragon on the field. I know you guys are all very excited about that and you feel good about it and great about it. I love it. We are actually up to the top of the order with Fran. Okay, I look around myself. How is it? How's what's up? Like, is the door still open? Are people still coming in? Like, is did the whole place collapse? Uh, so the doors are still open and people are still streaming in through. You see, you actually you see uh, you see Daniel come through and he's clutching <laughs> he's Great. clutching a, a, a wicker cat carrier in both hands. Oh, thank God, <laughs> the cat was real. <laughs> and uh, he's he's running for it. And then uh, the blue dragon has collapsed the left side of the station. The roof and the wall on the left side are gone. And the dragon has just crunched it down like a like a skull that it's caved in. <laughs> so the the dragon so did the, the dragon killed all those dragonborn that were behind the wall basically um no they are they got out of the way because they saw this big dragon coming since they were outside oh, of the station okay. they're still alive barely uh, um so you've got three dragonborn warriors and one big 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 dragon 
Are there more melons? <laughs> the melons are outside, I'm afraid. Is the, is the ceiling is the ceiling like open now? So like we look up and the dragon is there. Yes. Yes. So you can okay. see. Okay. And he can see you. Um then I think I'm gonna point up at it and cast fireball. So deck save. Deck save? So it rolled a 23. Okay, so it's only it's gonna take half damage still. Okay. Ten damage as the fireball smacks it in its crunchy little face. Alright. <laughs> takes ten damage. It barely flinches as the mm-hmm. the fire just sort of like ripples over its scales like water. And now it is Corbin's turn. Okay. So Corbin, faced with the recent near murder of his friends by his own hands. <laughs> Um, and the foot. The foot uh, that he was stomped by. <laughs> the um, absurd and frankly unexplainable number of heads that have been caved in. <laughs> and um, the fact that he has only two spell slots left. He, he He's gripping at the bottom of his proverbial barrel. And he suddenly remembers an item which he purchased quite some time ago. Which has been sitting lost and forgotten. And it is the claw of the worm rune. Which is a wondrous item that is specifically designed to fight dragons. An item which Corbin, up until this moment, did not think to use against previous <laughs> dragons that we have fought in the in the campaign. But now that the way that now he chooses to correct this uh, this blunder. And he and he pulls the claw. From his boob window, mm-hmm. where it had been stashed. Of course, close to his heart. Yeah, close to his heart. And so he's uh, he's going to use the worm slayer, I guess, attack of the of the claw, where he's going to point it at the dragon, mm-hmm. uh, and it has to make constitution saving throw. Okay. It is a 15. Well, Catherine, I've wasted my turn. Nah. It does nothing. You tried. It does nothing. That was close. Yeah, and actually, you have two more tries on this because you know, it I do can be used tries. three times a day. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's Corbin's turn. Uh, now it is Mary's turn. And Mary is going to look uh, at the dragon and look at the train and look at all of the people who are running to the train. And uh, she looks at, at you guys and says, I'm going to have to let Torv out. And uh, she uh, grits her teeth and then from the center of her chest just expands her hands and another golden shield forms around the train and the people running to it. And so she is gonna, I am taking her out of combat. She is going to hold this shield for the train and the survivors to get into it. It's like, I know you are on the other side of it. You can get out of the shield, but things cannot get in. Okay. All right. And so that is Mary and she is now out of initiative. And now it is all of the uh, the Dragonborn Warriors' turns who they, um... Your firewall is 60 feet, Fran, right? Something like that. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> so I think even with the dragon having knocked down the wall, I think your, your firewall is still going to extend far enough that they are still locked out. Nice. Well, I mean, they can try to come in. No, they will. They will die. <laughs> they all have low enough uh, hit well, points that they will die. I mean, they could try. They could give know. it a shot. If they wanted to try, I guess they could. Here's what they're gonna do. Actually, they are going to mm-hmm. use their move this turn. All all of them are gonna do this. Uh, they move mm-hmm. use the, their move this turn to. They're gonna get up on the hydra's back. 
They're gonna climb the dragon so that they can get, what? they can at least not have disadvantage on their. Uh, Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, so Bullshit. they, so the warriors using the dragon as a ladder, essentially, they start climbing up their, you know, mama dragon. Uh, they are gonna fire at you guys with their longbows. So we're gonna have. Well, just hold on. They have to climb pretty high. 20. Can they climb 20 feet in one turn? So actually, you're right. They will not. None of them will be able to attack this round. Those little nasty boys. But now it is Slake's turn. I'm going to go ahead and fire at the dragon with my longbow. Ooh, well, that first one's shit. Um, that's nine. So I'm going to try again. Yeah, nine does not hit this thing's armor class. Just... I'm shocked by that. And the second one's seven. <laughs> All right. Well... You know, it's your arrows ping harmlessly off of its thick scales. It is now the dragon's turn. So it is going to use its breath attack. Oh, it's also, oh, interesting. It gets to use its frightful presence first. I love that it's using its fright, frightful presence, just has a frightful yeah. presence. And we it, all hate it. And yeah. We don't like to look at it. <laughs> we look at it and we go, oh, it's too spooky. Too spooky. It's too, too, too spooky. Too spooky. Oh, its presence is frightful. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's going to use its frightful presence. Uh, I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. If wisdom is the bravery stat, that means that, like, Corbin's the bravest one. Yeah, it yeah. does mean that I'm it the bravest It does. Okay, Mary, thank God wow. Mary saved hers, because otherwise that would have interrupted her her god casting. 23. Okay, that passes. Corbin's incredibly brave. Okay. <laughs> so brave. I only got 15. That is not going to do it. You are frightened. Therefore, you have disadvantage Ugh. on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of your fear is within a line of sight, and you cannot willingly move closer to the source of your fear. Cool. So scary. I hate it. Slake? Well, I got 11. Okay. But I do have something called Indomitable, where I can re-roll a saving throw that I fail once per long rest. Okay. So I'm going to try to re-roll and see how okay. it goes. Nine. <laughs> All right. You are frightened. You are both frightened. It's like shaking. Shaking and quaking. Yep. You'll repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. And now it is going to use its lightning breath. And so now please make a dexterity saving throw. Slake, you do not have to because you are behind Mary's shield. That is 16. That will not do it, Fran. Oh, I failed for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No question about it. If I have the the claw out, I have resistance to damage caused by any dragon's breath weapon. Uh, Okay, so Corbin, you are going to take half damage... Fran, you are going to take full damage, and that is going to be 66 damage. Well, I Christ. pass out immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. Full, da- full damage was 66, so 33 half damage? Yes. Well, I have I, did, I don't pass out, but I do only have eight hit points left, so I look very bad. I am covered in blood and burn marks. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Yeah, Fran just, like, freezes at the sight of the dragon, seeing, like, how much it was not affected at all by a very strong spell, and then gets um, lightning to death, and her skull shows through her head, and then she falls to the ground. (laughs) I may not be using the claw on my next turn anymore. (laughs) That's fair. I will say you uh, you guys can, Mary can let you in through her shield if you want to retreat back behind Mary's shield. Oh, yeah. I want to get in the train, so I'll just do that. Well, but you're, you're passed out. You're passed out. I know. I could carry you into the train on I'll, my Yeah, I'll drag you into the shield. Actually, yeah, Corbin's the only one who can because you cannot go any f- closer to it. 
Oh God, yeah. you're right. Yep. yep. So, uh, all right. I'm gonna save your fucking life, Fran. I have a dream, and I start sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fran, I'm gonna have you make. Uh, it's your turn, so you're gonna make a death saving throw. Okay. Yes. Let's move Don't. closer to death, and I sure did. Uh, Don't nope. roll a nat one. Do not roll a nat one. I rolled a three. I rolled a three. <laughs> okay. All right. Fran rolls a three. Uh, Corbin, it is now your turn. Okay. I probably am going to have to take my whole turn to do this, but I want to uh, drag both myself and Fran into Mary's shield Okay. Uh, so that we are pr- protected from the dragon because uh, we will surely die otherwise. So I'm going to grab... Fran, and I'm going to try to, to drag her. Okay. I don't think you need to, you don't need to make any checks okay, for this. Okay, I don't need to, like, make a strength roller or anything. No, I'm going right. to... Fran weighs, like, five pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Fran, is, Fran is, like, a tiny little bird. Even in my weakened state, I hoist Fran up and, and juggle her in the air as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and Fran's body flops lifelessly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God. Yeah. Mary uh, is out of initiative, so she is, um, and she's holding this shield. Unfortunately, she is not going to be able to heal you, but she is crying. Golden tears are just streaming down her face as she is holding this shield with every ounce of her strength against this dragon. Uh, And the uh, warriors have all climbed up above the dragon at this point. So they, uh, seeing that they are not able to get to you guys behind Mary's golden shield, they are going to instead turn their attention towards the tracks, the train tracks. Um, and they are going to try and sabotage the train tracks. So they're going to uh, slide down off the dragon and jump onto the tracks. And I'm going to give the train tracks some hit points. And I'm just going to roll oh my damage God. against the train tracks here. So it's time for us to drive a train over these little bitches. I think it is time for us. They have so willingly right. put them. It's time for Fran to sleepwalk and sleep drive the train. <laughs> so All right. As they do eight damage. It's time for Fran's pulverized bones to form into new steel adamantium bones. It's time for Fran's <laughs> skull to concave out <laughs> with right. such force that it kills everyone around her. <laughs> All right, another game. It's time. It's time. All right, so they start hacking up the tracks. They uh, do total of about 25 damage to the tracks. Uh, the tracks are already starting to look pretty bad. The combined efforts of these four Dragonborn soldiers as they start just ripping up the tracks. Dang. And now Slake, it is your turn. Then I realized I didn't have you roll at the end of your last turn to be not scared anymore. So go, why don't you guess go ahead and roll that at the top of this turn. Okay. An 18 wisdom saving throw. That'll do it. You are no longer frightened. Okay, good. Okay. So I am going to try and get some motherfuckers off of these tracks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I'm going to jump down and attack. Okay, so first roll 14 to hit, but if that doesn't hit, I'm going to expend another superiority die. 14 does not hit, no. Okay, so I'm going to expend a superiority die and do a precision attack. Yeah, hit, hit better. Yes, okay. That is a 10. Okay, perfect. Now you hit Thank the Lord. Okay. Eight plus 11, so 19 damage on my first attack. All right, yeah, so you kill this woman. She is dead. Cool. No, okay. So I have another attack, so I'm going to try and get another one off of the tracks. 25 to hit. That will hit, yeah. So that's going to be 19 damage again. All right, yeah, you kill him again. Cool, I kill him again. Kill him oh, again. Oh, shit. Again. And you kill him again. Twice. And you kill him again. I kill, yeah, I, I guess, um, yeah, I, I knock another one 
off the tracks mm-hmm. and they their head gets bashed against the indent of where like the, the tracks rise up and become the platform yes yes it is there's brain matter everywhere there is <laughs> anyway so much brain matter on these on these tracks right now um cool. all right so that is slake's turn uh and now it is the dragon's turn again and it i'm sorry slake only has one target so it is going to uh, go after you. Slake's going to die right now. Yes, yeah, Slake's Oops. literally going to die. Well, we'll see. All right. We'll see. We'll see Slake die in front of us. If Slake dies, Corbin still has eight hit points left. So like... Oh, man. It rolled so badly. That is only going to be an 18 to hit on its bite. It doesn't hit me. It doesn't hit you with its first bite. It can't quite get its jaws around you. Uh, so uh, with with the, the obstacle of the, of the train platform. Yes. Yeah. But it is going to go in now with its claws. Oh, it's only a 16. Doesn't hit. And a 30. Okay, that'll hit. That'll hit. The 30 does hit. Okay. So it gets to his one claw attack, and that is going to only... That is going to be uh, 10 damage. So you got... Okay, cool. ...really fucking lucky. I sure did. Oh. All right. So uh, that is the dragon's attack, as it is scrub scrabbling to try and get a tasty bite of slake. The stream of survivors get running into the train station is thinning out as it seems like everybody who's gonna make it is getting in. Sally yells from the conductor's compartment. She yells, all right, we're ready to go. Is everybody in? Uh, do you think they found Swan? And you look behind you and you see... And in the last couple people who are getting in, there is Selny's husband, Trek, who basically just drives a cart through the glass uh, front of this train station. And uh, as he, he crashes into some rubble and the, the cart just tips over and he and Swan rocks and both fall out of it. And Swan still looks pretty damn bad, but Trek is doing everything he can to, to get Swan up and into the, the train with the you last of the survivors. You I think about Trek, I think he's a star. Not a star. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, he and, and Swan will be able to be into the train at the end of this round. Thank God. All right, so uh, Fran, make your death saving throw. Time to die. Oh my god, I got a seven. <laughs> oh no, Fran is one step closer it's to okay. death. It's okay. Uh, don't worry. Is it? Yeah, if Fran dies. Get you, Fran. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's Corbin's turn. I will say, um, you can stabilize Fran if you want. I, I'm gonna cast Healing Spirit. Oh. Okay, so it can heal any of us. Up to six times, and it's a spirit. You're 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 summoning like somebody yeah. else. Basically, you're trusting big spirit to do your healing work. Yes, I am. You're summoning a certified oh, Reiki I'm master. Summon, I'm gonna summon a little spirit, and I want it to look like Pavia. So it's just like this headless lady. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. yeah, a tiny headless lady or a human-sized like, like human-sized headless lady, and she's just like this kind of ethereal spirit. When you pass oh. through her, or if I have her move into you. Um, you will gain uh, 1d6 hit points. Yes. All right. So you cast that on to Fran, I assume? Yes. Yeah. I would also like to have it be applied to me a bit. Okay. But yes. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're all, you, you two are in the same area. Yeah. Corbin, you, you've just finished uh, okay. dragging Fran out of the fray. So. Okay, sweet. So then nine uh, hit points for each of us. Okay. And Fran, I think and that Fran just... Fran is no longer dead. Fran yeah. is now conscious. Yeah. That brings you up to, to consciousness, Fran. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the train. <laughs> We're going up to heaven, friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everything's okay. 
doesn't feel like blood. it. My face, there's blood all over my face. Like I am covered in blood. Yeah, there's like blood dripping onto my yeah. blood. And there's that's like also... lacerations all over my body and stuff. Yeah, like, you can all my bones you got, are broken. You, y'all got, you got toasted. Yeah, we got, we got really fucked up. We got yeah. really fucked up. You got real mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah, I have like a cool lightning scar after this. Yeah, mm-hmm. allowed. Yeah. Okay. And I have to have one too. Yeah, you well, guys we have matching do. lightning scars. They, yeah, they're matching. They're exactly the same scar. Cool. All right, we've got two warriors still on the tracks with with Slake, and Slake, it is now your turn. Cool. I think I'm going to go ahead and disengage and try to get back with the others in the safety shield. All right, yeah, you have plenty of movement to do that. So you jump up onto the platform and run into Mary's shield. So the dragon, frustrated by its inability to eat you, is going to turn its breath attack. Um, let's see if it even recharged. Oh, it does recharge. It is turning its breath attack onto Mary's shield. It is going to do 67 damage to her shield. Oh my god. Uh, which it cracks but does not break. All right, and uh, Trek and Swan rocks and get onto the train, and Mary looks behind her and signs with one hand. Is that everybody? Is there anyone else coming? And there is not. Anybody left in the city is not going to be able to make it in time. So, seeing that nobody else is there, Selny pokes her head out and she goes, Get on the train! We're leaving! Okay, Corbin, Corbin grabs Fran and uh, hobbles towards the train entrance and doesn't really say anything because every moment of his existence is agonizing pain. So, <laughs> Ran is just like, oh my god, the train. <laughs> um, I, I grab Mary's hand and, mm-hmm. and follow behind you guys mm-hmm. to usher you onto the train since Corbin's all hobbly. We're hobbling together, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're, a, yeah. like a three-legged race. Yeah. yeah. Yes. With our powers combined, we have the ability to walk of one person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you guys collapse into the uh, into the conductor's compartment with Selny and Mary lets herself be, be guided as she continues to concentrate on holding the shield against the breath of the dragon as it bears down on you. The train fires up with a mighty roar, and you hear a crunch and a squelch as it just rams through the two remaining warriors who are on the tracks. And the dragon tries to claw at the train as it goes by, and Mary gasps in pain, and her golden tears are flowing from her eyes and coming up out of her throat. And she holds this shield with everything she has against the dragon as it rakes its claws across. And then its wings spread out and you can see it gearing up to follow the train. And then you hear a howl, not bestial, but of a person. And coming up on the parallel track of this station, there is a hand-pumped train cart. On one side of the pump is Big Papa, and the other is Little Papa. And in between them (laughs) is Falda with her big gun. Oh my god! As the train pulls away from the station, she fires into the Dragonborn warriors who had started to pour through the breach, coming up to reinforce their fallen compatriots. The train pulls away as Big and Little Papa just keep up with the train and Falda fires into the soldiers. And as you are clear, she and the Papas jump onto the back of the train. And uh, she is 
holding up her big gun and just firing on the crowd until they are out of sight. Hell yes. Hell Falda. yeah. Hell yes, Falda. The Papas! Yes! Just so glad they came through. What a band name, Falda and the Papas. As the train pulls away, and you can see the lights of the city fading into the darkness as you enter the tunnels which lead deeper into the dwarven civilization. You're not sure which lights are fires and which are mushrooms anymore. And the city winks out behind you. 